My beautiful daughter Jasmine was born on a Friday at 10.20pm on the 26th of October 2001. I got to take her home within a couple of days and I used to whisper in her ear every single day that she was my little angel sent from Grandad because my papa bear had left me on the 9th of October in the same year. I know that he was there the night of her birth. My contractions were well underway and I had closed my eyes for but a moment when I recalled the feeling of a warmth like a blanket being wrapped around me and then I saw it, a gold circle of light and I whispered, Is that you, Papa Bear? It was at that moment that the midwife spoke. Are you okay? You've been off in your own little world there for quite some time. I said, yes, I'm fine. I think my dad has just been here, though. I recall the pen she was writing with, pausing in midair, her words a little choked as she said, you think who's been here? So I told her, my dad died in this hospital a few weeks ago, and I think he was here. It was the following Saturday night, and we were at our home by then. I had a lamp on in my lounge room. My sister had bought it for me, so it was special to me. And I was changing Jasmine's nappy on the lounge when the lamp started to increase its intensity, very slowly getting brighter and brighter, until it reached the point that I thought the light would surely explode. But it didn't. The light started to get duller, very slowly to the point where the light was almost extinguished. And it did this three times. Three times up, then three times down, then no more. The lamp returned to its normal state. My older son Luke had entered the room just as this had started to happen and he asked me in a frightened little voice, Mum, do you think that's Grandad? And I said, yes, Luke, I do think it's Grandad. Surprisingly, after explaining that to him, he wasn't so afraid and went about doing what he was doing. He was 12 years old at the time. The following year, and we were still living in the same house, one of my dear friends decided to take his life. He was only 26 years old, his marriage had ended, and he had in his mind lost everything. His wife, his two beautiful children, and his home that had to be sold as part of the separation. Sadly, his family had also stepped away from him at that point in his life. The night that he took his life, he rang each of his brothers, and it was only the youngest that took his call. He told him of his intentions, and at first he thought he was joking, trying to get some empathy. And whilst I am not privy to what was said between them, his youngest brother soon realised that he was indeed serious, and tried to find him. He was sadly too late. The week after he passed, his older brother came to stay at my house. He was married to my sister. He had just been out with his brothers to view the utility that their brother had taken his life in. He had just sat down and the two main overhead lights in between the lounge and kitchen area 
started to increase in intensity very slowly and to the point where I was sure that both lights were going to explode. Then they started to dim very slowly until the light was almost extinguished. Then up again, down again, up again, down again, three times up, three times down. Then the lights returned to normal. Luke was again in the room, as I said. Does anyone want to explain what just happened there? The first to call out was the brother who insisted it was a power surge. I laughed at him and said, that was no power surge. It was way too slow to have been a power surge and the lights never blew. Luke was in the room at the time, now 13 years old, and he had known my friend and asked me, would he hurt us, mum? To which I responded, no, darling, he would never hurt us. He's probably just letting your uncle and auntie know that he is all right. He questioned me later as to how it was that Grandad had only been able to make a lamplight go up and down three times and why my friend had been able to make two big overhead lights do the same thing. My explanation was simple. Grandad was very ill when he passed and he probably didn't have the strength to manipulate much more than a lamp whereas my friend was a young, healthy man at the time of his passing, and it made sense that he would have had far greater ability to make the lights change in their intensity. Luke accepted the explanation, and we never discussed it again. Interestingly, the light globe in the lamp and the light globes in those two big ceiling lights never blew for months after those incidents. As I reflect back on those two isolated occurrences, I realise that our loved ones have multiple pathways to allow them to leave a message for their loved ones before they go. I also reflect on the love that I had for my dear friend and realise that he was probably reaching out to let me know that he was okay because he would have felt the enormity of my grief at his passing. I recall his funeral, the tears pouring down my cheeks, me choking back cries of anguish, for a beautiful soul, gone far too soon.